0: Hello and welcome to The Strip Podcast with Kate Astle, a self-confessed coffee addict with a keen passion for sharing wisdom that inspires you to be your most raw and authentic self. In this space, we welcome our guests to Strip. We ask them to peel back their layers and share with us their story, their knowledge and their expertise on holistic well-being and healing. Welcome to The Strip. Welcome back to The Strip Podcast. On today's episode, we welcome Cassie to Strip. Cassie is an intuitive who grew up in Dubbo, New South Wales, where she first started her decluttering journey with the goal of sharing her decluttering and organizational methods and skills to help others to simplify their lives. Cassie's passion for decluttering first ignited when she had had enough of feeling overwhelmed and anxious about the upkeep of her own items and the pressure to constantly consume items in order to find happiness. Hey Cassie and welcome to The Strip. Hi Kate, wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Can you please tell me a little bit about your journey and what you do now?
1: Yes, so I guess from as early as Year 7, I began to suppress who I truly was and instead would begin to replace who I was with a made-up persona to replace who I was. I took aspects from different successful people who I perceived to be successful and I created a new self-image. I did this more than once when each time it didn't bring me the happiness that I expected it would. Because I was being someone who I wasn't, I had low self-esteem, depression and anxiety thus attracting the wrong type of relationships, one being abusive. I had a wake-up call one day just before the abusive relationship ended. Looking back at it now, I believe it was my higher self connecting with me, telling me that I deserve better and that I will get, get through this, that there is a greater purpose for me. This was the beginning of my spiritual awakening I made a pact with myself that it was time to heal and live my life purposefully and to begin to love myself. It has taken a lot of healing, work, shedding, tears, love, patience, support and communication to get to where I am at at now. Now I am not scared to be myself. I embrace who I truly am and I have never been happier. I am a witch, psychic, empath, white warrior, starseed and clutter clearer just to name a few. In return, I have attracted my true tribe, you being one of them.
0: Thank you, Cassie. That's a beautiful story. I think so often we can get caught up in trying to be someone else and whether that be because we're not confident in who we are or it's because we want to impress somebody or we're just influenced by so many different external factors. So thank you for sharing that. My next question is, why did you decide to create your room remedy? So for the listeners as well, maybe let us know what your room remedy is.
1: I created your room remedy after blogging about decluttering and organizing for over 2 years. It is a passion of mine that has a positive that has had a positive response from followers, family and friends. I love helping people to identify the necessary in order to declutter the unnecessary in their lives in order to live their most authentic one. So I decided to do it professionally. However, I've since decided not to do it professionally, but to continue being an inspiration and giving tips. And I've created a membership room called The Magic Room, where I share all my tips and knowledge with my members. Yes. And for
0: those people listening, what's Your, your Room remedies Instagram? Yes. Is it at Your Room Remedy? Yeah. So I think that's where I first came across what you were doing. And I used to love watching the before and afters, either the videos or the photos. I just... It gave me, I don't know, I felt so good that it was just clean and organised.
1: It's satisfying.
0: It was just, <laughs> yeah, so satisfying. And I'm very much um, an organised yep. person. I love organisation, being a scientist as well. I think I've got like that factual side of me yep. and, yeah, everything structured and neat. So seeing your photos, it was definitely inspirational to me. Oh, So with the decluttering, can you tell us a little bit about the effects of clutter and decluttering on mental and spiritual health?
1: Yes, so there's many types of elements um, that may require decluttering in our lives, such as physical clutter, uh, which is what we can see and touch. Mental clutter is what we think and feel and spiritual clutter, which we believe in the energy around us. So we, re- we create meaning for all of the elements in our lives. Some things can trigger trauma and or negative emotions. To declutter is to purge items, relationships, faiths, beliefs or obligations that no longer serve our soul. When you do take the plunge and declutter unwanted elements and keep the elements that bring you joy, watch how your soul begins to shine.
0: I love the idea of decluttering and kind of like shedding what what no longer aligns or what no longer is serving purpose or what just doesn't fit with our authentic self anymore. And I love how there are so many different aspects and how they all interrelate. (laughs) What are your top three tips for productivity?
1: So my top one is progress over perfection. So a lot of the time and myself being a perfectionist, um, or a recovering perfectionist. I still am from time to time. I like that would be my main source of procrastination. So I would just wouldn't do it if I thought it wasn't going to be perfect. So my number one tip is just to dive in and do it. So done is better than perfect. I love your
0: (laughs) first tip. So just on that, so I recently spoke on a podcast as well on Amy Betts podcast and she was asking me about product, like not productivity, but motivation and action and how you do those things. And one of my responses was that I will take my first draft as being done. I won't go over it and over it again with the exception of my first podcast, which I went over about a thousand times, didn't make me feel better in the end and I ended up going back to my first version anyway. So I love that first tip.
1: Yeah, I feel that stops a lot of us from progressing with anything in life um, is being too perfect or perfectionist about it. So number two is use the Pomodoro technique. So it's a time management system so what it is is you break your workday into 25-minute chunks separated by five-minute breaks. So after four chunks, you take a longer break of about 15 to 20 minutes. And I find that I find it helps me knowing that I only have this certain amount of time. I put all my energy into it and knowing that I'm going to have a break soon, which um, I think that's fantastic. And also you can do something different each time as well
0: yeah I think that's good for the brain having that time frame where you're like yep I can stop after this it wasn't 25 minutes but I think on one of your posts as well you had like before bed if you're going to tidy the house set a timer for five minutes and then see how much you can get done once it goes off just finish but your future self will truly appreciate the work that you've done in that five minutes
1: yes yeah for sure
0: I've done that a few times. It's yeah. so good. I wake up the next morning and it's like, oh, you've cleaned up the pans, or you've, you know, done something from dinner, or put the dishwasher on, and picked up everything off the floor. It's just you wake up in a much clearer space.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing. You give your past self a big high five. Yes. Yeah. So um, my last tip is cut the crap. So, <laughs> so anything that stops you from being productive, that is not going to benefit you you that day or in the long run. So scrolling social media mindlessly, complaining, getting involved in drama of the day, um, chores that aren't urgent and catching up with someone that's toxic or is an energy vampire. I find cutting out the crap and focusing on what you need to do.
0: All those higher vibration activities. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think so often we can find ourselves mindlessly scrolling through social media and you probably find this as well. I've got So I've got three Instagram accounts now, the yep. Strip Podcast and yep. then like my personal page and then Raw Impact. Yep. And so my intention is to go on and put up a post for the day, something knowledgeable, something to raise people's awareness. Yep. I do that and then go back to my news feed and start scrolling.
1: Yes. Yep. So
0: my productive activity turns into an unproductive activity.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, I do this too. I get caught up in it too. Um, yeah. Just. Before you know it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I love the toxic relationship one too. And I think sometimes it can be difficult to even identify what that looks like. And I think one of the things that I started doing was how did I feel when I left the interaction? Was I feeling yeah. good, positive, or was I feeling negative and low? Yeah. And then kind of using that to help be my meter on the toxic relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
0: They're fantastic tips. I think they're going to be beneficial to the listeners. So for those people who are listening who don't know where to start decluttering, what is your advice?
1: So break it down. Start with the room that you occupy the most, that you see and use often. That's what I recommend because any other room that you're not in often, it can wait. And once you've done that space, then you're more likely to want to move on. And I also have a decluttering scavenger hunt uh, checklist for level one items. So level one items are the easiest to declutter um, in regards to emotions, weight and decision making. Very nice. So where can people find your checklist? On my website. It's a free
0: download fantastic i think sometimes it can just be so overwhelming like you said before yes. it's like you want it to be perfect so <laughs> if you can't make it perfect it's like sit down and just what's that there's a meme out there that's like oh there's so much to do i'm just gonna take a nap yes yeah, <laughs> See <that> yeah. One. <laughs> so i think it's so important for people to have like a list or knowing where to start to make a difference in their lives yeah so you may have already covered this but what is your best decluttering tip
1: So definitely to break it down and just little by little each day, I have another downloadable that's free on my website called Daily Decluttering. It's a good one to start with or to keep on top of clutter. So each day is a different room. So for example, Monday is the kitchen. So I just choose a different drawer or um, shelf and just declutter that space or even just do five items. So little by little each day, it builds up and before you know it, you've decluttered.
0: I like that it's like day by day as well because I can imagine that the clutter like you don't just do it once it's something that you ongoingly maintain and keep on top of.
1: Yeah yeah because we outgrow stuff and we we evolve and so it's continual. Yeah
0: Yeah. and I think probably people would be most familiar with like the wardrobe yeah so like with Marie Kondo and yes does this item give me joy or whatever whatever her phrase was yeah but I think most people do that for their wardrobe but not necessarily do that for the other areas of their house
1: yes yeah which is important it's very similar and um, I also have a decision making guide um, that's free to download as well so that will help with the decision making
0: what are the types of decisions you could make
1: so If you take longer than 30 seconds to make a decision, put it aside. That means it's not level one. It might be a level two or three, which is harder. And then I've got a little map to follow. So does it bring you joy? If you say no, then you follow the arrow to, yeah. So it's a bit of a mind map.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm going to go download that and start picking up some (laughs) items in my lounge room.
1: Awesome. (laughs) So
0: when you're feeling super overwhelmed and anxious about the upkeep of your own home, what's the first Mm -hmm. thing that you do?
1: So I break it down in my mind. So most of the time, clutter or mess is not as bad as we imagine. So a lot of the time, our mess is toys. It's a toy explosion. So if I just break it down into categories... Or even just focus on one room at a time, break it down into categories and then just tackle category at a time. So by breaking it down and making the task smaller, you're more likely to tackle it. And I like to reward myself after each category, have a a square of chocolate or do something that you enjoy, read a chapter in your favorite book or yeah, play some music, make it fun.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, if it's, if you don't enjoy doing it, it's always a bit of a drag to start up and do it anyway.
1: Yeah. For sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I can imagine as well that those smaller bite-sized chunks are mentally able to be processed a lot easier, and to stop the overwhelm and the anxiety that comes up with looking at the whole house. Yes.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the time we. Uh, taking on someone else's expectations of what we should be doing. So to have a perfect looking house, but that may not necessarily be your expectations. So evaluating what our expectations are, where they're coming from is also a good mindful practice.
0: I've never even thought of that. (laughs) I've always thought that my house should look like the display homes.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't have to, if it's, if it's what brings you joy, that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: and also I suppose it's like the functionality and its purpose I know I've seen some display homes like kids rooms where everything's immaculate but it's obviously not lived in yeah so (laughs) I suppose when you add that component
1: yeah it's, it's truly what nourishes your soul yeah
0: where should people start with knowing what aligns with them and how to know what suits them in terms of decluttering
1: I guess I always like to begin with the intuition. That's our built-in uh, navigation system that we're born with. And a lot of the time we overlook it or ignore it or suppress it, tell it to be quiet. But really, that's it's there t- telling us exactly what we need to hear. So I think just taking time to listen and meditating or even writing down journaling. Actually, you've got some great journal prompts that I've have uh, seen pop up recently so
0: just reflecting on what the what they want the home to look like yes or to feel like even because a lot of yes. the time it's what the space feels like not necessarily its appearance
1: yes yeah yeah um even just to write down for each sense how you want it to be so how you want it to smell how you want it to look how you want it even what you can hear like yeah yeah engage yeah.
0: all the senses yeah make it an experience
1: yes yeah it's uh, your home is your sanctuary so it's about taking the steps in order to create it create a sanctuary for you
0: (laughs) what's your favorite room to declutter and
1: why it would have to be the living areas because they've got the least amount of stuff in them (laughs) so they're my favorite rooms to declutter yeah, just for that reason. The garage, we're moving into a new house when it's built and I'm going to redo it, but at the moment I just avoid it because it's mainly um, Tom stuff. I guess, yeah, the garage is probably the worst place to declutter just because it usually has a lot of stuff in there. It's right usually now.
0: got those miscellaneous things that don't yes. belong anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favourite room to watch you declutter is yeah. the kitchen and the pantry. yeah it makes me feel so good when you organize people's pantries just to see all the spices organized and like all the containers and yes
1: it's satisfying yeah
0: (laughs) yes extremely satisfying (laughs) definitely so you've already touched on this a little bit but you identify strongly with your spiritual side Mm -hmm. what does it mean to you and how has it evolved and changed throughout your journey
1: I actually did a um A questionnaire—I forget the name of it—but it's your top five values, and my top one is spirituality. It's of of huge importance in my life, and because I suppress that growing up, that's why it caused the depression and anxiety. Because it's a huge part of who I am. I incorporate it in what I teach, with decluttering and helping others. Without listening to my soul and expressing my spirituality, I wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't be answering to my call and my purpose um, of my soul. And in, in return, I wouldn't be authentic. I wouldn't be letting off that authenticity. I wouldn't be able to show others to do the same for themselves. It's a huge part of me and without it, I wouldn't be who I am. Okay. So the
0: last thing that I, last question I have for you, can you tell us a little bit about the magic room? So you've touched on this already.
1: Yes. So it's my new membership room where I share all of my content creation. I have a a YouTube channel, which has free videos. I'm actually recording at the moment, (laughs) but uh, for a time-lapse part in the video, I have my podcast. I have free downloadables i have exclusive blog posts i have recipes because my hubby's a really good cook i have my burla size by cassie which is a dance workout uh dance workout videos which i keep adding to because dance is a huge part of me yes
0: yeah um just a question on that, yeah. is it
1: intuitive dance
0: or is it like structured?
1: It's going to be a bit more intuitive, but I make up routines that I teach people. So it's about your de- expressing your defined feminine, so your sensual side. It's a mixture of burlesque, just that sensual type of dance, that sexy, fun. It brings out that inner feminine energy and it just brings out that confidence as well.
0: Of course, I can imagine it would. What types of content do you have on your YouTube clips?
1: So I've got tidying, cleaning, as well as witchy stuff, mum stuff and organising. So a little bit of everything that I do, but my how-to type videos are in the magic room. So teaching how to organise or declutter certain uh, spaces, but my YouTube channel, which is free to watch, it's more of an inspiration uh, day-in-the-life type channel. Yes.
0: Yeah, so. Yes, and you've got your own podcast as well.
1: Yes, called Cut the Crap with Cassie. <laughs> yes, that's
0: fantastic. <laughs> so if any listeners want to get in contact with you for any decluttering tips or to join the magic room, where should they go?
1: Uh, so your yourroomremedy.com.au or your Room Remedy Instagram page or I have um, Magical Abundance. That's my witchy Instagram page I'm actually in the process of changing the website over to cassylthomasec.com.au I'm having a slight brand change so your room remedy Instagram page um, to get in contact with me would probably be the best at the moment
0: okay fantastic so I'll put all those details in the show notes so people can just click the link to find you to chat thanks Kate that's okay thank you for coming and chatting with us today it's been amazing thank you for inviting me it's been an honor each week on this podcast we will welcome guests to strip to peel back their layers and share with us their story their knowledge and their expertise on holistic well-being and healing thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review Check the show notes to links to Instagram. And if you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at the underscore strip underscore podcast on Instagram and send through a direct message. As always, stay true to you.